Amen. You guys can take a seat. Well, how's everyone? <laughs> Who said that in all honesty? Tired. Amen. Uh, hey, this morning, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to dismiss you guys in just a few short minutes out to solo time. But before we do that, I acknowledge that there are probably some of you in this room that are like, what am I supposed to go do for 20 minutes with the Bible? And so if you're someone who is thinking that, I am just going to give you guys a passage of scripture that as you guys go out into solo time, that you guys can sit and pray through and consider and if you're someone who goes, no, I know exactly what I want to read and where I want to spend time in the Word, that's awesome. But for those of you who don't, hopefully this is helpful. So let me just, um, let me pray, and then we'll open up our Bibles to Psalm 19. Father God, we come before you, Lord, and God, as we open your Word, Father, would we not approach it flippantly? But God, even as we just sang, God, that you are a holy, great God, Lord, would we approach your word and acknowledge that these are the words of the living God, the God of the universe. And so, Father, as we open your word, God, would you be with us this morning, Lord, as we spend time in your creation and God, one-on-one -on -one with you and the word. God, would you speak to us this morning? God, we know that as we open your word, Lord, you reveal yourself to us. And so, Lord, I pray and I ask, God, that we would know you a little deeper this morning than we did even when we walked into this chapel. And so, Father, we pray these things in your name. Amen. All right, if you guys have your Bibles, you can open up to Psalm 19. If you guys did not bring your Bible to chapel, then what I'm going to ask when we dismiss you guys, you guys can grab a Bible from the back so that way you don't go back to your cabins and grab your Bible because I said this in council meeting, but if I was 16 and one time I was, if I had permission to go back to my cabin during solo time, if I was just being honest, I would go take a nap. So we don't want that for you guys this morning. We want you guys to be able to be in creation and read the word of God. So if you don't have your Bibles, you guys can grab one on your way out from our lead counselors. Psalm 19, it says this. In the first um, six verses of the psalm, David starts out and he begins by praising God and thanking God for revealing himself in his creation. It says this in verse one, the heavens declare the glory of God and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pours out speech and night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech nor are there words whose voice is not heard. Their voice goes out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. In them he has sent a tent for the sun, which comes out like a bridegroom leaving his chamber, and like a strong man runs its course with joy. Its rising is from the end of the heavens and its circuit to the end of them, and there is nothing hidden from its heat. So in other words, David is saying, God, what you have created around us proclaims the glory of who you are. The stars in the sky, the sun in the sky, the moon in the sky, the mountains around us, all of this creation around us proclaims the glory of God. Why? Because he created it. And I love Brian's message on Monday morning when he just laid out, look at all of these things that the Lord God has created. Things that, man, I probably hadn't even considered about how long it would take me to get to the sun or that we're spending a thousand miles an hour. Things that in our daily life we don't ever consider, but the God of the universe created all of these things and then he creates you, right? And he wants to be a part of your life. 
And so David says, God, the skies above proclaim the work of your hands. They declare the glory of who you are. And in verse 7, it says this. He switches now from praising God for revealing himself in his created world, and he praises God for revealing himself in his word. And Brian talked about this last night. He talked about the scriptures, right? And it says this in verse 7. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandments of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. And I don't know how many of us view or approach the word of God like that. I don't know how many of us in our most honest, difficult moments could say, Lord, your word is perfect and it revives my soul. Lord, that your testimony is sure. It makes me wise. God, it brings joy to my heart. I think for many of us, as we approach the word of God or how we view the word of God, is that it's merely a list of do's and don'ts. It's merely an old text. What does it actually have to do with me today? And what David is saying here is that the law of the Lord, the word of God is perfect. I don't know how many of us can look around and actually point to something in our world or society or our own life today and go, oh, yes, that's perfect. We do not have an example of that. Why? Because we live in a fallen world. But the word of God is perfect. It revives our soul. It makes us wise as we try to navigate the difficulties of this world, as we try to navigate the difficulties of conversations, it makes us wise as we go to the word of God and say, God, give me vision, right? Give me a heart that sees things the way that you do, not the way that I do. It brings joy to our heart. And in verse 10, he says this, he says, more to be desired are they He's talking about the words of God here, than gold, even much fine gold. And for you and I today, we're like, gold, I don't, I don't care about gold, right? There's not much value on it. But David's taking the thing in his time that has so much value and saying more to be desired than anything else. He's basically saying here, if all we have is God, then it's worth it. If everything else, if everything else in my life that I place value on is stripped away and all that I am left with is Jesus Christ, then it's worth it. And so for you guys, you guys get to do something really special here this morning, and this is why I share this psalm with you guys, because in Psalm 19, two things happen. One, David praises God for revealing himself in creation, and in a minute, you guys are going to go sit in creation. You are going to go sit at the edge of the lake. You are going to go look at the mountains. You're going to look at these ginormous trees And you're going to sit there and you're going to be able to experience and see the very thing that David is talking about in verse 1, that the heavens declare the glory of God, that the sky above proclaims his handiwork. You get to sit there and you get to experience it and you get to look out and see the grandness of creation around you. And if it's this big, guess how much bigger our God is who created all of it. What did Brian say on Monday, right? That he measures the cosmos with his hand. What in the world? And then you get to do the second part of this in verse 7, where David then talks about thanking God for revealing himself in his word. You guys get to sit in creation, hear and see what David's talking about in verse 1 and 2, and then you get to open the word of God and spend time in it and say, God, show me how you revive the soul. God, show me how you make me wise. God, show me how your word brings joy to my heart. 
in a world where for many of you, you've experienced much brokenness in your lives. And you're sitting there going, I don't know how I can have joy in some of the things that I have experienced. And so this morning, I would ask that you guys would pray and consider and ask the Lord, Lord, show me how you do these things in your word. And again, you do not have to spend time here in Psalm 19. This is for those of you who go, man, I don't know where to go. Or for any of you guys who just want to be guided in where should I spend time over the next 20 minutes. So we're going to, in a moment, I'm going to dismiss you guys. And when I do, um, two things. One, you guys are in small camp boundaries, meaning you cannot go down the lake trail and you cannot go over into meadow and please don't go back to your cabins if you did not bring your bible to chapel this morning you can get one from the back and a bell will ring in about 25 to 30 minutes and when that bell rings that means it's time for cabin breakouts but for the next 25 minutes you guys are going to spend time one-on-one you and the word of god not with your friends not with a group of people but you spending time in god's word let me pray for us Father, my mind is often blown when I just think about, God, how big you are. And when I think about the mountains over here by the lake, God, in the canyon, Lord, I think about how massive that is, God, to consider how big you are. God, blows my mind. And so, Lord, this morning I pray as we go before your word that, again, Lord, that we would recognize that we are before a holy, holy, holy God. Father, would that not be something that we take lightly, but God, would we also rest in the fact for those of us who are in Christ that have professed our faith in Jesus, God, that we can approach you, God, and we can call you Father. I pray for those this morning, Lord, who are far from you, and God, and maybe who are hurt, God, who don't know how to approach you. Lord, I pray that this time this morning would be refreshing. God, I pray that this time would be a time, maybe for the first time, that people in this room, God, know that they can approach you. Lord, in all of your holiness, God, you are an approachable father. And so we thank you for that reality. Lord, I pray for my friends in the space as they go out and spend time in your word. God, you re- would you reveal to us who you are, God? Would we fall more in love with you than we are right now? God, we love you and praise things in your name. Amen.